Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello and welcome to the EM360 podcast, where we have a weekly conversation with people here impacting the enterprise tech landscape. My name is Matt Harris, Head of Content here at EM360 and your host on today's episode. And today I'm joined by Scott Taylor. Scott is the Data Whisperer, Principal Consultant at MetaMeta and the hottest puppet master in the data game right now. And in today's podcast, we're talking about the importance of the data storytelling in achieving success. Scott, welcome to the show. Hi, Matt. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Yeah, yeah, no worries at all, mate. Could you just let our audience know a little bit about who you are and what you do, if they don't know already? I appreciate the Puppet Master shout out in the intro. I am, yes, probably cornered the market in terms of using puppets to describe the power and value of data. But uh, generally, I've been in the data space since pre-2K, actually always on the vendor and supplier side, but that gave me a chance to talk to literally every kind of enterprise at every level of data maturity all over the world. And from that experience, was able to kind of channel it into engaging content and kind of an edgy view of the data space. And today I work with brands to do shows with them in one way or another to create content and get their audiences engaged in their value proposition. But I'm always, everything I do is around the power and value of proper data management. You can probably boil my entire data philosophy down to three words, truth before meaning. You have to determine the truth in your data before you derive meaning out of it. And that you learn that on the first day of data with garbage in, garbage out, rubbish in, rubbish out. But I try to elevate that conversation to a little more strategic level. But those principles are as important and as valid today as they ever were. Yeah, perfect. And uh, I think, you know, anyone who does know you will kind of, you know, vouch for the fact that no one, there aren't many people in the space as pan- as passionate about data as you are. Um, and my, my first kind of question is, you know, what really made you get into data in the first place? How did you know it was your calling in life? And what led you to become, you know, really so passionate about data and data storytelling? I'm not sure if data was my calling in life as much as storytelling has been my calling. So I was able to combine this lifelong talent and and ability to tell stories i've been doing data i've been doing storytelling since it was two words that's the way i like to think of it and everywhere i've been successful in the data space when i look back at my career it was because i was able to create and craft some form of narrative that grabbed the attention of whatever audience it was and have them understand why what we were talking about was important and my passion grew out of working with all these different kinds of enterprises and especially in the data management side of those enterprises, data management, data governance, master data, reference data, metadata, MDM, RDM, PIM, DAM, all those foundational activities that those kind of folks work on that tend to be unsung. They're a little bit behind the scenes. Often they're looked at as clerical and tactical and non-strategic, but those folks who ran those parts of the enterprise had this dual set of emotions. They were extremely passionate about the work that they wanted to do. And that's infectious. You definitely, when people are passionate, you kind of get their their spirit with them when you talk about the same topic. Yet they were also incredibly frustrated because the business didn't really listen to them, didn't really see what they saw. 
And for me, that opened up a gap to bridge the that that divide between what the data management folks knew could happen and what the business people didn't understand. And so that's where I layered in my storytelling capabilities and watching people be successful because of that kind of work I did really continues to ignite and support that passion. And why is it so important for modern companies to, to tell their stories using data? And, and what's the easiest way for them to get started if, if they're not doing that already? I see two kinds of data storytelling out there. So there's the classic, fairly well-established analytics data storytelling is what I'll refer to it as. There's 20, 30 books out there about putting data in a business context to drive action. And that is all based on analytics, on the meaning side, as I would characterize it. But there's a second kind of data storytelling that actually comes first, which is the data storytelling I focus on, which is about data management. Why is managing data of strategic importance to your enterprise? Why is it not a project, but a program? Why is it foundational to everything you do in technology? I've said the word why constantly because part of the challenge is a lot of data management folks, and a lot of data people across the board tend to focus on how it gets done and don't spend enough time on why it's important. And so these two kinds of data storytelling, one with data, analytics, and one about data, data management, should be at every organization. You need funding, you need stakeholder engagement, you need executive leadership to pay attention to you. And the way to get that, the way to start those kinds of initiatives and conversations has to include a story. It can't just start with, here's my data model, here's my pipeline design. Here's all the technical stuff I did. You've got to start with a story that captures the imagination of the folks you're trying to, to, to get support from. And if you don't do that, in most cases, most of the time, most of the data you're going to use has to be managed in an enterprise fashion. And that takes, again, my X number of decades of experiences. You got to have a story. You got five minutes with your CEO. What are you going to do? Are you going to take them through some kind of operational implementation plan, or are you going to try and capture their imagination and have them realize what you're doing is going to enable the strategic intention of that enterprise? Yeah, I mean, just just not telling your own story. You just you just kind of not doing yourself justice, right? No, no, you got to tell the story, and and stories, you know, you go back. It's the way humans communicate. I mean, it's foundational to our existence and culture in humanity, and people love stories. You got to get good at it. And part of my passion also comes from, it's a really, it's a soft skill as people define it. Doesn't Soft doesn't mean easy. And most people, if they're going to be successful in data, have to have a lot of hard skills. And so the focus in terms of the, their upbringing, in terms of their career development is centered a lot on those hard skills. And I'm trying to be a voice in the community to say, okay, also want to beef up that soft skill stuff. If you want to be, a, certainly if you want to be a leader in your organization, communication is critical. If you want to build relationships, you got to communicate. Just ask anybody you love, right? If good relationships are based on communication, it's just simple stuff. I'm not, I didn't invent it, but I'm trying to, to highlight it for the data community in a way that they realize this is, this is as important as the other stuff you're working on if you want to work in an enterprise and be a leader. 
Yeah, and I think this is something that like a lot of people in the community are super on board with. You know, I mean, humans themselves have been telling stories since we were like living in caves, right? So it's there's never really been anything more natural to us than sort of creating those stories. Um, and and just off the back of that as well, you know, I was speaking to your uh, mate Kate Strachny, a uh, fellow Data Avenger, the other day, um, and and I was saying like I don't really think I've seen any other community that you know really kind of dives into that fun aspect and and really you know has that uh, vibrancy, that camaraderie, um, and that that I feel like that's something that's pretty unique to the Data community and something that you might not find necessarily within the kind of bigger voices in other industries. Um, I was going to kind of ask you while, while I've got you here today, like, what, why do you feel like data leaders are really different when it comes to that collaboration, that vibrancy, that camaraderie and that fun aspect in that kind of um, sphere and in that kind of melting point of uh, topics and conversation? It's nice to hear that validation that our community is a little more fun, a little more vibrant and, and than, than some of the other areas in the enterprise space. I think there's a couple of factors. One, we live in this with this tension, I think, as data folks between really highly technical operational stuff and extremely visionary, change the world, transformational notions. And you've got to have comrades in that space who recognize that struggle because we're dealing in most cases outside when you're dealing with folks outside of the data space, you've got to explain some really basic stuff and people don't always get it. And so you need that kind of support group to go, okay, how do I tell this story? Is there a better way to, to focus on this? I think the gang that I'm hanging with is exceptionally creative. I think we've struck upon and the validation happens every day in LinkedIn and in social when we go out there and try and do something a little more fun, a little more creative, a little edgier, a little, maybe a little satire, maybe a little humor, maybe a little music, it just livens up the day no matter what. And when you get that positive feedback, you just keep going on it. But on a, a more sort of serious level, I think that part of that nature of a data leader at an enterprise is you've got to work across, across the company. It is a horizontal function. It touches every part of a business, sales, marketing, operations, finance. And so by nature, to be a great data leader, you have to build camaraderie. You have to build a community. If data people only talk to data people at an enterprise, you're not going to get stuff done. But data people have to talk to sales. They have to talk to marketing. They have to talk to all these other departments and build those relationships, build those, find those data heroes in sales who can help you sell the idea of data to other salespeople or that finance director who you've helped with your data capabilities, share it with the rest of the finance directors to realize, yeah, these folks are onto something and they're here to help. So great data leaders, again, in, I think intrinsic in their personality and their profile ha has to be the ability to build a community and be part of a community. Yeah, I'm really kind of, you know, speaking of that community, you know, we've got Big Data London right around the corner. Um, obviously, the, the the UK's leading data event, but you can't wait. Uh, and yeah, you're speaking at the event as well, right? Um, could you give us a little taste of what you'll be talking about there? 
I could not be more excited about what we're what we're doing there at, at Big Data London. We've got the Data Avengers. There's ten of us in a uh, unprecedented convergence of our personalities in a single location. A number of us have met individually or in pairs or triplets, but never have ten of us all come together. We're all on stage, which is great. I am thrilled to be at the on the keynote theater doing my keynote called "Data's the New Bullshit." why the way we talk about data is holding the industry back and what you can do about it. So aside from having an edgy title, I'm trying to provide some some value as well. And obviously it's a play on that completely overused and consistently misinterpreted cliche of data is the new oil. We don't have enough time on this podcast for me to go and tear that apart, but it just is 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 symbolic of what happens in the space when we just get too buzzy and too self-absorbed with our analogies and metaphors and so on. And I've, I'm going to play on a lot of the examples I've seen in the data space of language that's used to just more confuse than it is to enlighten, but then provide some really hard and fast tips on putting that data story together and getting the attention of your stakeholders. But we're thrilled at this event. The Big Data London producers have been really supportive for us we're hoping to work with some brands to help them get a little more amplification and get some more attention. But it's so fun to be the anticipation of being in the same room with some of these people who I've known who've become really, really good friends, but only over Zoom and digital over the last couple of years and have us all together. I think our energy is going to that some of that group is going to be a lot greater than any individual part at that point. So we're we're super excited. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And obviously, we're, we're all excited to see you as well. Um, and, you know, you guys kind of liken yourselves to, to the Avengers. Um, which, which Avenger do you feel like you most like, Scott? I, I, Kate had me as the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, what, what we've tried to do is I, I haven't, in this Data Avenger kind of light group branding here, we've tried to stay away from from mapping it too directly to the actual canon of the Avengers because we don't want to over-engineer it. But I think it's more in spirit of each of us having a talent and ability to kind of change people's minds, get their attention. And we all have this really broad creative range. All of us nicely have been recognized by a number of third-party kinds of recognition devices, whether it's Data IQ 100 or LinkedIn Top Voices or Amazon bestsellers. We all provide content. Uh, and there's a genuine camaraderie that's developed between us that is really, it's really wonderful. I mean, I have to go all the way back to my college days in dramatic arts to find the kind of creative camaraderie that I'm experiencing on a almost daily basis with this group. So it's it's really fun. We don't take it too seriously. People seem to enjoy it as well. And uh, we all have very healthy egos. So I think that plays well. And we, we just keep going. But we're trying to provide that kind of strength again to our audience to say, you can be a data vendor, you can be a data hero in your own organization, if you need to be. Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's really good to hear. And obviously, you know, super fresh, refreshing to see uh, in today's market, you don't want to see people kind of keeping themselves to themselves and that kind of thing. So yeah, yeah, really, really good to hear that. Um, Scott, thank you so much for uh, taking the time to come on to today's episode. Um, where can people go to learn more about you? And when will you be talking at the event? I'll be at on the keynote stage. I think it's one twenty, but check your local listings on day one. 
at Big Data London. You can find me on LinkedIn. You can find me on my website, metametaconsulting.com. Metameta, we're about what it's about. That's our premise because we talk about how people talk about data. I also have a YouTube channel, The Data Whisperer. If you search for Scott Taylor, The Data Whisperer, and Google, I'm going to come up on the first page here now, finally, <laughs> after years of organic work. Nice. And uh, But mostly I live on live on LinkedIn every day and happy to chat or DM with anybody who's interested in trying to get their stories better. And I have a book called Telling Your Data Story, Data Storytelling for Data Management. That's on Amazon as well. Perfect. And of course, yeah, we'll be linking all of Scott's links in the uh, podcast description below. And don't forget, if you are interested in coming to Big Data London, please visit bigdatalondon.com. Uh, London spell LDN there. We'll be back next week with another episode in our podcast series. But until then, make sure you subscribe to this podcast on all major platforms. Follow the conversation on our socials at EM360Tech on Twitter and LinkedIn. And for more great daily content, please head on over to EM360Tech.com.